Hey everybody, it's so great to have you with us. Uh, we're in the middle of a power outage, crazy. So we're doing some crazy things to bring this service to you. And we're gonna talk today, Jen and I are gonna minister uh, from the word about living in the light of grace part four. What we're gonna really do is we're gonna take today and we're gonna talk about what grace is for. Why do we even have grace? I mean, okay, great, it's upon our life, literally upon our person, but what does that mean now? And that's what we kinda wanna take you into today. Uh, just reminding you, last week, Acts 4.33 said, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. We learned last week that this literally means that the grace of God is on our literal person on our lives. That's how much it's affecting us and helping us. Then John chapter one, verses 16 and 17 uh, in the Amplified says, for out of his fullness, uh, out of his fullness abundance, we have all received and all had a share and we were all supplied with one grace after another and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing and even favor upon favor and gift heaped upon gift. Man, the Amplified is just incredible right there. And then in verse 17, it says, for while the law was given through Moses, grace, unearned, undeserved favor, and spiritual blessing and truth came through Jesus Christ. We've all received, we all have a share. There's this incredible, never-ending grace, endless supply with gift heaped upon gift, blessing upon blessing, I love that. It's basically, basically, here's my challenge to you. What do you need? Think about it for a quick second. What do you need? What is it that you need? What is it in your life right now that, that, that needs attention? Whatever that is, the grace of God is on your life to bring that to pass in your life. You have some stuff about staying power, don't yes. you? So this great grace, sometimes to me, this just seems like pie in the sky or too good to be true, but the Bible speaks of this, and so I have to look at what does this look like for me. Um, one thing that this does provide me is grace to stay. Um, the definition of to stay is to remain in a, spe a specific state or position. You know, we need help to keep on keeping on. Sometimes um, we can get weary, but the Bible tells us that in Philippians 2.13, that God is working in us and he's given us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Philippians 1.6 says, being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we can be tempted to quit and leave our state or our position um, because of hardships and trials. You know, things we're going through right at this very present moment. Um, when we don't sense God, when we um, feel emotions of discouragement and fear, when we're just tired and exhausted, we can be tempted to leave our position um, of trusting in God. And so the thing is, you gotta remember this, that what you quit to can actually be worse for mm, you than, um, than what you're dealing with in the current situation. Mm -hmm. So the best case scenario is to go to God, to surrender to Him and have His grace cause you to be able to carry on. His grace comes in and he takes over. It's kind of like a second shift of firefighters. You picture 
uh, firefighters out uh, fighting the fire while a second shift comes in to relieve them. When you just feel exhausted, this grace comes in and it just helps you do what you just don't think you can even do. And it's so awesome. This grace is such good news. It's better than any other help that we could ever have. And we actually just need to acknowledge it in our life and receive it and it will propel us to make it through when you just don't feel like you can keep on keeping on. And you can't even quite explain how you get through situations, but you look back and you just know that it's the grace of God. Proverbs 11:2 says, when pride comes, boiling up with an arrogant attitude of self-importance, then comes dishonor and shame. But with the humble, the teachable, and I love this part, who have been chiseled by trial mm -hmm. and who have learned to walk humbly with their God, there is wisdom and soundness of mind. To chisel is to change the appearance of something or an object. So I think of like a, of a man who's carving an elephant out of a piece of wood. It just starts as a piece of wood, but as he's chiseling that, you get this beautiful object. We can choose what chisels us and we will, how we look, after situations depends on what we allow to chisel us. We can allow God's word to shape and change us, or we can allow our fears and concerns to change us. And so pride though will keep you from asking for help. James 4, 6 in the New Living says that God gives generously. As the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Yeah. So we can have grace on our person, but fail to even use it because we don't think we need it, or we um, we just think we've got this and we're gonna handle this. But the, you don't but, understand you have it. Yeah, but the news yeah. is we all need help. At least I know that I do. Yeah, me so, too. It would be like me having these readers and having them hang around my neck and I'm trying to read something and I'm so frustrated because it's so blurry when all I got to do is put on my readers. So that's what we need to do in our life. You know, when you can't figure out a situation and you're struggling, go to God, go to grace and ask him for it and ask you, ask God to just, um, to reveal to you his presence every day. So as a result um, of doing that, we're less frustrated, we're more productive and we're able to get out of the self-pity, the poor me path, always being a victim, and we're able to get onto a path that helps others and in turn fulfills our happiness and our joy. No, that's good, man. And amen. I mean, we could just <laughs> go from there, we'd be fine, right? Um, I just want to, I just want to take a moment. Um, you know, Jen and I have been you know, really super challenged. And, and I'm not talking about like years ago and even recently. I mean, we've, we've had our challenges. We've uh, had our own personal struggles, but we, if I remember and have the revelation and understand that this grace will cause me to stand, mm -hmm. this grace will cause me to go way far beyond what we could even do. I mean, her and I discuss, you know, where we're struggling or what's going on and pray for one another and try to figure things out. And um, I just want you to know that you're not alone. Right. You're absolutely not alone. Um, we go through difficulties and, and matter of fact, even right now struggling through difficulties ourselves. Right. But we know that this grace causes us to kind of rise up and stand and, and trust that God will be there for us. You know, 1 Corinthians 15, 10 in the Amplified says, but by the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, I am what I am. Popeye said that, I am what I am. <laughs> and his grace toward me was not found to be for nothing fruitless and without effect. 
In fact, I worked harder than all of them, the apostles, though it was not really I, but the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, which was with me. The idea of this with me is it's together with me. It's a marker of linkage. We're linked together and it has the idea of with the help of. So we understand that it's God's grace on our lives, understood, realized, and acted upon simply is how we walk in that grace. Second Corinthians 8, 1 and the Amplified says this. I just want to kind of give you an idea. Some, uh, I learned along the years that some scriptures are kind of like, for instance, verses, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, if you need wisdom, you know, ask of God who gives her all liberty. If you need peace, ask of God who gives her all liberally. I think that you can put just about anything in there. This scripture is the same for me. We want to tell you further, 2 Corinthians 8.1, brethren, about the grace, the, fear, the favor, and spiritual blessing of God, which has been evident in the churches of Macedonia, arousing in them the desire to give alms. Oh boy, here he goes. We knew you'd be talking about a grace to give. This, I, want, I want you to look at this like it's the for instance verse. There was a grace on them that aroused the desire in them to give alms. There was a grace in them that aroused the desire in them to be kind, that uh, aroused in them the desire to step up and do more. It can be, you, you could put whatever you want in there and the grace of God does yeah. that. Yes. I want you to kind of see that. But it also does give us the desire to help others. And I think that's really important, especially in the days we're living in now. I'm just gonna reiterate the same scripture that Jen used in the beginning, Philippians 2.13, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you. I love this, energizing and creating in you the power and desire, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Just remember that through Jesus came grace and truth. So we talk about when we were little kids that Jesus, you ask Jesus into your heart and he just comes into your heart to live. It's the same thing when we ask Jesus into our heart that everything that he is comes onto our person. And grace was the most incredible gift that he gave all of us. You know, um, you have any more last thoughts that you wanna share with that? Um, you're all thought it out? Okay, cool. Well, we're so glad that you joined us. Um, listen, we'll be back next week. It's July 4th weekend. I know probably a good bit of you are going to be away with family or doing things. But if you're in town, hey, come to church um, this Saturday night on July 4th. And we will be there uh, waiting for you. We apologize. Uh, again, we just had to go online for unforeseen circumstances this weekend. It just happens and it is what it is and we move on. Nothing's wrong. Everything's great. We're just having to kind of adjust for the weekend. So I uh, just really want to encourage you to be with us uh, next week. We're praying for you. Please feel free to reach out. Uh, my phone number is 352-229-1319. Please feel free to text. You can email me at jcanada1985 at gmail.com. You need to talk if you need uh, if you need something. Remember, if benevolence uh, is a is is something that you need to grab hold of because your family's on real hard times, and you just don't know what to do. Uh, we have a fund that has been set up that we can help you uh, and and to do things to help you in this time of need. We've been able to help so many families. It's been awesome. Thank you again for your faithful giving, for your faithful attendance, for your. 
uh, just your heart and being a part of the culture and the love. We're all about family and community. That is what the chapel's about. And number two, that we would help you to create your own experience with Jesus. I hope you can do that in this next week. We're praying for you. We love you. God bless you. Have a great night. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad that uh, we're able to do this together. Simply take some communion together. As you can see right here, I've got my orange juice and my club cracker, which I've designated to represent the broken body of Jesus and his precious blood. So I thought maybe we could just sing a little bit and then we'll receive communion together. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation. Purchase of God, born of His Spirit, lost in His blood, washed in His blood, and this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. sing this together perfect submission all is at rest because when i had come into perfect submission with jesus i'm completely at rest perfect submission all is at rest i am my savior i'm happy and blessed watching and waiting Lost in his love, I'm lost in his love. Long, I'm lost in your love.
Do me a favor, go ahead and grab your cracker and um, let's just hold that in our hand right now. And Father, we just thank you for this element that we have right in our hand right now that represents the broken body of Jesus Christ. Just thank you, Father, as we grab this cracker and we uh, receive it with grateful hearts that by his stripes were healed and well. I just thank you, Father, for giving us this. And we receive this right now in Jesus' name. Go ahead and eat. In this cup of juice that I have, orange juice, whatever you have in here, you may even have water, that's fine. But this cup of juice represents incredible things that Jesus did when he shed his blood to absolutely obliterate the sin problem. And I thank you for that, Lord. And we receive this and we receive forgiveness and thank you for grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and drink. You know, just simply by doing this in your own home whenever you want to is is just a wonderful thing to do, especially if you're believing for healing in your body. If that's you right now and you're believing for the healing power of God in your body, just as you have taken these elements, believe that you received every part of Jesus' healing for you. I know God will do great things in your life and in your family's life as well. God bless you guys. I just want to take a moment to pray for you. And just pray for your week. Father, thank you for every person listening, watching. Thank you, Lord, that you know the problems, the challenges, the, the storms that they're going through. And I thank you, Father, that you would overwhelm them this week. According to Ephesians chapter 3, show them your goodness and your love by simply coming into their life and impacting and doing something great. 
Thank you that that happens in each individual this week. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great night.